Welcome to SBCA's Building Community Connections podcast, where we highlight stories of women who are actively engaged throughout the construction industry and emphasize how more women can get involved. Here's your host, Jess Lowe's. Hello and welcome to Building Community Connection podcast produced by the Structural Building Components Association. Throughout the episodes of this podcast, our goal is to highlight stories of women who are actively engaged throughout the totality of the construction industry, drawing awareness to their stories, how they found themselves involved with construction in some way, shape, or form, and how other women can join this great industry. My name is Jess Lowe, the Executive Director of the Structural Building Components Association, or SBCA. I'll be your host through this journey, highlighting a variety of women who are doing great work in the construction industry. Our journey over the first several episodes will likely start with those involved with components, as that is the world our association and, well, we personally are closest to. But we'll inevitably branch out into other areas of construction. The first podcast will explore the concept of highlighting women throughout the construction industry while establishing some goals for our podcast. Our first guest is someone I'm guessing a lot of our listeners will know and love, Molly Butts, the managing director of SBCA and host of the Lumber Connection podcast. Welcome to our brand new podcast, Molly. Well, thanks, Jess. I'm really excited to be here and be here for this kickoff. It's excellent. Yeah, we've been thinking about this for quite a while, and this is several months in the making, just the concepts and everything that we're going to be doing to try to highlight these stories with women in the construction industry. So why don't we just learn a little bit more about you, Molly, and tell us about your role with SBCA. Sure. Jess, as managing director, I feel like I really have the opportunity to understand the how and the why our members rely on us. And I think it's really important to listen and to learn and to gather all of that information so that I know and that we know what component manufacturers need and want, and then take that information and actively turn it into products and services that we can provide or channel it into planning activities or events that bring our members together for a lot of things. Education always comes to mind for me first, just given a lot of what my focus has been, and but ad- advocacy, networking, and hopefully some fun. So being a part of it from that perspective is just, it's been really exciting. And As but not maybe everyone knows, I have a considerable amount of history with SBCA. March of 23 will be like 20 years for me, which is kind of crazy to think about. But I kind of think that's a big part of what helps me coach and guide our staff team, just sort of having that awareness about what have been helpful and successful efforts. And frankly, what if not? Because I think it's good to have a sense for pitfalls as much as it is to know what works. But But all of that said, I feel like I find myself more and more in conversations about how and where the component manufacturing industry is going to be in, say, 10 or 15 years. So as we start looking towards the future and where we're headed with things like innovation, I know my role is going to evolve. And more importantly, the solutions that I get to help drive over the finish line are going to evolve, too. Yeah, we often think of ourselves as in the component industry. We're very close to that. Those are the people we deal with either it's the supply side or the framers or, but take a little step back, if you will, and think of yourself as a contributor to the greater construction industry, as we all have some, albeit small on the grand scale of things role, but just think of yourself in the greater construction industry. And what does that mean to you? That's a great way to think about this because we are part of a big process, right? A really important process. As I mentioned, I've been doing this for kind of a long time. And so I hope that one of the things that people see when they look at my contributions is sort of that career, the career aspect of it, right? 
that I didn't just step into the role as managing director that I, like hopefully many folks in various sectors of the construction industry do. I worked my way up through a variety of positions to a place where I became a pretty excellent candidate for this job. And I bring with me years and years of industry knowledge and understanding and experiences that I can add to that. But I would say that the other thing that really comes to mind is that I really believe that the heart of any industry is relationship building. The old adage, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And that's not to dismiss all the things I've learned, even just in the last couple of years, but more so to say that I think building relationships is a really huge part of what I do and what I love. The technical and engineering information is really interesting to me. And as I've learned more and more of that, I love it. And I love getting into the weeds of our systems, like the digital things that we're doing to modernize some of what we're doing. And I'm going to think a lot of people know safety is really important and special to me. But I think that one of the things that I really bring to the table is having people feel welcome and feel comfortable and feel heard and feel appreciated. And that's just as important as some of the actual work to making this industry a great place to be. So I think that's something that I love to to bring to the table and just sort of bring that warmth and kindness as well. Just because, again, feeling like you are part of a community, whether that's just within our specific association or in the bigger construction industry, is a huge part of what makes people feel connected and makes people want to stay. And talk a little bit more I guess that begs the question of how important what you just talked about, the relationships, the sense of feeling, belonging, how important is that as a woman in this industry to be able to have that? But then also, how do you, how can people replicate that towards people that they'd like to bring into this industry, male or female, but how important is that? And maybe talk a little bit to that, to where things that you've seen or have done or experienced that help you belong to this industry or feel like you belong. I do think the relationships are a huge part of it, right? And I can speak to that specifically in my personal career trajectory, having people say things like, hey, call me. If you have questions, I'm, I'll be a resource for you. And I don't mean like other staff. I mean, Scott Ward. I'll pick on Scott Ward. He's the guy that's like, hey, do you have questions? You need help with something? Give me a call. And he answers his phone and he talks with me or he is willing to point out someone else that I could be talking to if he's not the expert in it, for example. So I think providing those opportunities to just have that mentor mentorship from other people and everyone is like, oh, everyone's so nice. They really are. They really are all so nice. And they want to be accommodating in those situations to be helpful to new people, to young people, to make people feel, again, just feel welcome and feel appreciated and feel like they're a part of the community. And I think it can be, I remember when I was young in the industry, how intimidating it would feel to talk to whoever was the president or talk to some of the folks that I knew were CEOs and COOs of companies. But, but, you know, it goes back to that. They all put their socks on one foot at a time, too. They're just like us. And even though it can feel a little bit like celebrity, it's not. Those are the folks you're going to sit next to at a dinner or call on the phone for an interview for an article. And they've got all the time for you that you need just because, you know, we're kind of all in this together to promote the industry, to make it a better place and to gain things like market share for trusses, right? Like we're all kind of working towards the same goals in various ways. And so that's just, again, it's, it is a community. It's less about the job and about the work and more about the community. 
And what role do associations play in that? Because obviously you've been involved with the, this association, maybe some others over the course of your career. Yes. But I think that there's an opportunity to kind of explain that as a lot of people don't fully understand associations and how they can benefit not only the component yeah. industry, but obviously the construction industry as well. Yeah. It's really funny that you asked me that question because I feel like I've answered that question numerous times recently, whether I'm getting my nails done or I'm talking with someone that's maybe in an industry that's sort of related or parallel to ours in some way, but isn't fully, doesn't fully understand association work. So when you tell people that you work for an international trade association, they kind of, huh? <laughs> so, oh, where do I begin? I mentioned that I often go to education as sort of a thing. And I know that's because it's something that's really important to me. But that education, for instance, is twofold. An association is going to provide education to its internal members. So in our case, things like trust technician training or trust manufacturer orientation or a safety program, but also education for people outside of our immediate industry. So have helping engineers and architects understand trust is better so that it's more the forefront of their mind or helping building officials understand what our products are capable of and how they should and can be installed appropriately in the field, those kinds of things. But that also starts to seep into other areas like advocacy, publications. We have all kinds of publications that we produce that are of benefit to our, both to our manufacturers and to people outside of our industry. As I mentioned before, technical information and help. If you have a question, we have a form you can fill out and we'll get someone on staff to help answer questions if you've got something that's come up and you're not sure. Quality, safety, workforce development, market development. All of these things are aspects that a trade association is going to help its industry do. I think a good trade association should be a one-stop shop, pretty much. Like everything that you might need for your company, you can get from your trade association, kind of across the board. And if they don't have it, you should call them and tell them you need it because <laughs> they're going to want to help you with that, right? Like that's what we want to do. And those all fall into like products and services categories. But I think that the next part of that is also a primary focus for associations, maybe even a responsibility, if I dare say, is providing those opportunities for collaboration, for networking. And as I've said before, maybe just a little bit of fun too. So bringing the companies and the members together to say, what are you doing? Oh, that's a good idea. I should try that. Can you help me out? Sure, let's do it. So that's kind of how I see associations playing a big part in our industry specifically, but in general as well. I think there's probably like five or six commercials that we could cut that up into. So <laughs> we've got some future material here to use for selling the association. So perfect, really perfect. good answer there. Okay. Another question. I'm curious, you mentioned you've been involved with SBCA for mm -hmm. quite a while in associations. Yeah. You're very talented. I mean, everybody knows what I think of you. We've worked <laughs> together for a while now and yeah. side by side. And I'm curious as to, you've got options, whether you realize it or not, but why do you stay in this industry? Why do you stick around or what is it more than just a way of paying the bills? But why do you, why have you chosen this industry and why have you chosen to stay? I mean, if anyone's heard me say it, I say it every single time. It's really the people. It is the community. And I feel like it'll sound, I don't know, it'll sound like I'm saying that just because we're, we've called this podcast Building Community Connections. But it really is about that. It's about the relationships that I've built it's about the fact that I do have options, but they're all here, right, Jess? That's part of it. I've had opportunities to work on numerous things. No two days are the same. I wouldn't have it any other way. And I really do feel like 
and it's certainly been in the news more than it had been, construction is a huge part of everyday life. Whether you're, you're buying your first home as a, a new couple or you're looking at a brand new condo because you can't wait to get out of mowing your lawn or whatever the case may be, housing is a huge part of everyone's lives. And so being a part of this, I mean, we've sort of on occasion in the past uh, referred to it as the American dream, but there's something really to be said about that. And I just love being a part of this fundamental part of life, not just here, but in across the globe. So it's probably safe to say that it's relationships. It's the people that are in the industry, yes. which we're trying to grow that to be more inclusive. So yes. if you were to have any advice before we pivot into the next topic sure. of somebody thinking about getting into this industry, again, male or female, but think of it as a younger you trying to get into this <laughs> industry, what advice sure. would you give them? And maybe encourage them to where they might take a chance on the construction industry? I don't know if the younger me would have been this smart, but I would say, don't be hesitant. Don't be hesitant. If you have a passion for this, or even if you're just not sure and you want to know more, call some people, ask some questions. That's another thing that we don't really talk about from an association perspective, but you can call me any day. Absolutely. Send me an email. Go find my contact information online and send me an email. I want to hear from you. And I feel that way about all of the women that I've talked with. But really, as I pointed out, the men as well, they're just there's nothing to be afraid of. It's absolutely jump in with both feet. There is so much room for new learning and growth. As an example, I feel like so many of our component manufacturers are so much more interested in finding the right cultural fit for their company and then doing the training to get you up to speed on whatever it is. I think that is so crucial to understand that you've got to find a place that you want to work, an industry that you want to be a part of where you feel like you fit, where you can build those relationships. And and then you'll find the training and the people that want to help you to get there. So take risks, try something new. Component manufacturing is a very interesting place to be And it's only going to get more interesting as we start really focusing on innovation. And again, just sort of where are we going to be in 10 or 15 years? You want to be a part of that. All right. Good answers. Thank you. And (laughs) we, I want to get into a little bit about the nuts and bolts of this podcast. And obviously we're both part of SBCA staff and we're going to be deeply engaged with the association's effort with highlighting women in construction, encouraging more women to join not only the component industry, but construction in general. So let's start with the name, Building Community Connections. How did that, how did we come up with that? Well, I mean, if we're going to be real honest, women in construction was already taken. (laughs) But no, I'm mostly kidding about that. I think as we talked about what this podcast was going to represent, our goal was to name it something to speak to maybe a little bit of a bigger picture with maybe a little play on words, obviously, with building community being building community as well. And I feel like Talking about women in the component industry and then women in the larger construction industry may be the topic we've defined for now, but that's really just one piece of the puzzle, right? Like, I don't know. Okay. I'm going to tell this, Jess, and I and I may be stealing a little thunder because I fully expect that at some point you're going to have this person on as a guest. But I had a really great conversation and then he was able to share a little bit of his story at our most recent OQM. And... So the person is Chad Johnson. He's from Trust Components of Washington. And I'm just going to briefly tell you what he said, which was that when he made sort of this decision 
that he wanted to diversify his workforce a little bit more and include more women. He looked around and realized that maybe some things in his plant needed to change. And I'll let him tell you all the details. But he realized that as he made some of these changes to make the environment for his folks feel more inclusive, it made his environment and culture better for everybody. And I think that's a really big picture, big idea of, again, building the community up to a place where everybody wants to be, where you're, where there's a line out the door and you're fighting people off because you have too many people that want to come and work for you. And so I think for me, that's what having a name like Building Community Connections is all about. It's about creating that culture, that environment in our industry where everybody wants to be a part of it. Yeah. And that that is the goal. We were talking about that in our marketing committee meeting this week of how do yeah. we just make this more attractive? And those are the yeah. things we need to think about. But if you were to ignore half the population, of course, you're going to have difficulties trying to find people to go to work. It's hard Precisely. enough as it is going after a the full 100% of the audience. But one thing I wanted to talk about a little bit, kind of the elephant in the room, or at least on this podcast of myself, I'm a guy, I'm a man. Why is a guy posting a podcast focused on women in construction, let alone any industry? So let's talk a little bit about that and maybe give me your thought process first and I can kind of chime in on my own. Sure. So I think diversifying our industry or the construction industry generally is certainly about bringing women into the mix to some degree. But I think that it's as much about the allies that are a part of that process as it is about the actual women. Because again, the example that I gave, creating an environment where everybody feels welcome isn't just for women to do. As a matter of fact, in a lot of cases, because we are, I think it's fair to say, a male-dominant industry right now, it's got to rely on men to do some of that work, especially because I think that you can look at listings of CEOs and COOs and even our board and see that it's very male dominant. And so the people that have the ability to make some of those changes are primarily men. And I want I, I want those stories as much as anything else. So I don't know. You tell me how you feel about that, too. Well, and that's it's going to take everybody to change yeah. the environment. It can't just, when I see a lot of things in the industry of what's by women, for women, and almost excluding men, whereas yeah. that's good. You need to have those resources and to feel as though you've got those relationships. Sure. But at the end of the day, it's going to take everybody trying to work in the same direction to change the environment, change the culture of the overall industry. So yeah. that's why I think it Hopefully, we'll add a little bit of credibility. Obviously, my platform as an executive director, the position, SBCA's platform, we need to be good stewards of that. But at the same time, hopefully, we can draw the attention to where we'll get people thinking in a little bit different manner to where they will be like, gosh, what can I do to where everybody wants to come to work here so that I can double that line out the door for hopefully candidates there. So that's a big part of it for me. And that's trying to make sure that we're entertaining because obviously it's a podcast. People are going to spend their times with us and we appreciate that. And it isn't so much about just about women. It's hopefully we're telling really good stories by our guests who happen to be women that will then encourage people to go out and try to create those stories for themselves as they go with their hiring or what they're thinking about or just trying to mentor people to be in this industry. Absolutely. So what do you see as the potential for this Not only the podcast, but also just kind of the association's effort to draw some attention with this, maybe through some of our partners or just in general, where do you think we can go with this? 
Well, I think you you touched on a good amount of that in, in your response to the last question. And I think that creating an environment where, yes, I love the idea that here we can highlight successes and some of, highlight some of the amazing stories of the women that are in the industry, because certainly it's easy to say, well, we're, it's male dominant. Okay, fine. Let's ignore that fact for just a second and say, who are the people that are making an impact? Who are the people that are making a difference? It's sort of like it, it, the whole concept right now in sort of modern times is about representation, right? And feeling represented. And so if we're calling attention to other women who are smart and talented and successful, that's just showing the next group of young women that could be them, that they are represented in our industry. I'm going to pick on one of our other board members for just a minute. So I hope she doesn't mind. She's fairly new and I'm talking about Cheryl Lewis from NBO. And Jess, I just feel smarter after I talk to her. I really do. I'm just like, oh, I just learned six things in two minutes. That's amazing. She's just so articulate about pain points and articulate about how, you know, how you can do things to change your environment to make women feel more welcome. She speaks her mind. And again, it's kind and it's always very heartfelt, but you just, I don't know, I feel elevated when I talk with her. And I think that having those experiences and bringing those to the forefront so that other women can see that opportunities do present themselves for some really excellent work in this industry. And so just taking the time to highlight that is is crucial. Well, I think we're about at the time we wanted to be. Any kind of closing thoughts or thoughts about this entire process, Molly, or anything you'd like to leave us with? I mean, Jess, I'm just so excited. I'm so thankful for the opportunity to be here and very honored to be the first guest on your podcast. And I expect to to be right by your side as we look at who the next guests will be and sort of drive where this podcast is going and the stories that we want to tell. And I encourage any of you to have that have stories to give us a call or send a quick email and let us know. I'm looking forward to hearing about all the fantastic things that we're doing. And of course, I've been doing some research in the background while we've been gearing up for this. So I've already heard some of the phenomenal stories that we are going to share. And I'm very excited about what we're bringing to everybody at SBCA and everywhere else in the construction industry. Awesome. Well, thank you, Molly, for being guest number one on episode number one. Hopefully (laughs) we are (laughs) renewed for episode two. But with that, as always, with everything we do with SBCA, please let us know how we did and definitely reach out if you'd like to share your story on Building Community Connection, our podcast here highlighting women in construction industry. So as long as you keep listening, we'll keep recording. Until then, peace up, press on, and goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. This has been a Building Community Connections podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there is a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, please send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.